0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and uh, and what we do here is we walk through each chapter of the New Testament in, in devotional form, looking at a portion of each chapter, and if you've been with us, uh, we've been walking through the entirety of the New Testament, starting in Matthew, and today we... We're going to jump into the final book of the New Testament, the book of Revelation. Now, it has been a journey. We've we've done a, a, so many videos and I'm uh, really excited about finishing this up and seeing what the new year holds. Now, I will say if you are a listener and, and this is something you enjoy and something that benefits you, um, during this last uh, run, this last book, I'd love some feedback And so if you want to uh, message us through our youtube channel if you want to find us on our church website you can you can email me at mike at vcflongview.org but if this has been helpful to you i'd love to hear a little bit of your um story why it's been helpful and honestly this is going to help me figure out what the the new year looks like i've got a handful of ideas of what this new year looks like we might do the same thing again but handle different portions of every chapter of the new testament Um, i'm considering doing kind of a walk through one book of the bible verse by verse in five to ten minute portions And so uh, that wouldn't follow Valley's Bible reading plan, but it would be, it would be something that could be a a daily devotion for you. Uh, just to kind of help us think deeply about the scripture. Those are some of my ideas. Uh, I have a few other ideas as well, but I'd love to hear from you if this is something you'd like to see continue in the new year. And if, uh, if this has been helpful, what has been most helpful? not said, let's go ahead and let's turn to the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the final book in the, the New Testament, the final book of the canon, the final revelation of Jesus Christ in his his written word. And, uh, and this book begins early on with an incredible vision of who Christ is. And so I want to start by looking at uh, verses 12 through 19 and in this, we're, we're going to uh, just get a, a, a vision, John's vision for Christ and uh, how incredible he is. So John begins, he says, Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one, like the Son of Man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest, the hair of his head were the hairs of his head were white like white wool like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in full strength. Behold, Jesus. Verse 17, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. This was John's reaction to seeing Jesus just falling down like he is dead. But he said, or excuse me, but he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys to death and Hades. Write, therefore, the things that you have seen, those that are, and those that are to take place after this. Well, the text continues, but I just want to stop here, and I want us to behold Jesus. When, When John realizes it's Jesus talking to him, when he turns and sees it's Jesus, and he sees this image of Jesus, he falls down like flat on his face like he's dead. I mean this the first thing this does is it confronts our maybe our 21st century americanized picture of Jesus. Jesus is our, our friend, absolutely. But first and foremost, Jesus is the Lord and Savior. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He he's not like a friend that you see and you're like, "Hey, what's up, bud?" He's someone you see and you fall down like you're dead. Awestruck, overwhelmed with with who he is. This is John's reaction. This is John it's the beloved disciple. this is John that walked with Jesus when Jesus was on the earth. Uh, we need to understand if John responds to Jesus like that, well we certainly should expect to respond the same way with a sense of, of reverence poor Jesus, with a sense of respect and honoring, and a desire to worship him. And then look what Jesus says. Jesus says, fear not. Don't you love this? The one who should be feared tells those who were his, fear not. I am the first and the last. He is the eternal one. <clears throat> I'm the living one. He says, I died. He. This is talking about his death on our behalf. And behold, I am alive forevermore. In fact, he says, I have the keys to death and Hades. Ultimately, what Jesus says is he says, everything is in my hands. And now, John, you're about to receive revelation. You are about to receive an incredible uh, picture of the end times. And so what I want you to do is I want you to start in verse 19. He says, therefore, write what you have seen and, and write the things that are. And then write things that are to take place in the future after this, and this is likely the, the outline of the book of Revelation, well, what he's seen and what all, what is, and, and then ultimately what will be. And this is the, the the outline that we'll see over the next few weeks as we as we finish walking through the New Testament. But here's our ancient way for our modern day. How do we approach Jesus? Do we approach him with a nonchalance, a a cavalier attitude? Do do we have this idea in our mind that Jesus is like a just like a good friend? Now he is a friend. Don't don't forget that. But he is a friend who deserves the utmost honor and respect. He he is a friend that we should be reverent before, and he is a friend that ultimately deserves worship and glory forevermore. So here here's. Here's how I would ask you to consider this text. I would ask you to consider the posture of your heart before Jesus. Are you struck by his majesty? Are you overwhelmed by by his honor and his glory? Are you amazed at who he is as the, the eternal one, the one who died and the one who lives forevermore? Do you live in light of who he is or maybe who you've made him to be in your mind? See, our ancient way for our modern day is simply to make much of Jesus, to be amazed by Jesus and to give him the glory that he deserves. This is the ancient way for our modern day.